Hello, everybody. A brief announcement clarification before this episode. We have Yamanika Saunders on the show, a fan favorite, a a favorite of mine. I, I love when she comes on, and it's a fantastic episode. Yamanika has a show coming up that we plugged throughout the episode, as I usually do. But we had the wrong date, the wrong place. So disregard any plug for Yamanika's show. Here's the real plug. And if any of you are in New York City... Yamanika is so fantastically funny, so great on stage. This is an event that you will have a blast at with the group chat. So it has my full recommendation. It's Thursday, November 11th at 7 p.m. at the Fat Pla- the Fat Black Pussycat Lounge, which is, that is the Comedy Cellar. So go to Comedy Cellar's website. Go to Thursday, November 11th, 7 p.m. It's Yamanika. She's doing a full hour show at the Fat Black Pussycat Lounge, okay? So Thursday. Thursday, November 11th at 7 p.m. Get the group chat. That's a Thursday night. So much fun. Yam is so goddamn funny, and you're going to love her. And you're going to love her on today's episode because you literally, you the fans, you the 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 listeners of this show, ask for Yamanika more than any other guest. So she's here. She's unbelievable on this episode, but I want you to go to her show. Thursday, November 11th, 7 p.m., Fat Black Pussycat. All you got to do is go to the Comedy Cellar's website to get tickets. It's actually a reservation. So make a reservation. You'll decide, you know, how the schedule works out, but get that reservation. Okay. Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. That's right. Every Monday, we read your emails, we hear your stories, we commiserate with you on your problems going on in your life. And I want to thank you. Thank you for telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. Thank you for making your Instagram stories. Thank you, thank you, thank you for you know being a part of the circle of life of this show. How does the circle of life of this show work? We put out the episodes, you consume the episodes, you get the laughs, you get the you get the you get the commiseration, you get the guests that I'm bringing on. And then you go out there and you tell a friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, we'll take the earless community too and you let them know so that we get more people to help take their brain, put it on the shelf, let my guests and I Take the wheel. That's right. You don't, on a Monday, you don't need your own thoughts. Your own thoughts are garbage on a Monday. They're not helping you. Let us, we're, we're taping this on a Tuesday. So we have Tuesday brain going on. We, we have Tuesday happiness. We have Tuesday perspective. You're sitting there on a Monday. You probably listen later. I don't know when you listen, but you're listening on whatever day you're listening on. And you're sitting there going, I got to get away from these thoughts. I got to get away from these stresses. That's right. Let Papa JT help you. Let the Wizard of Haas, the King of Brunch, the Sultan of Swipe, let your boy J Train take you away from the troubles of your life for an hour and do that for a friend. It's holiday season. It's time. Let me give another few announcements before I get to our guest who is an OKP. I'm so excited to have them, but I want to do a couple announcements. I'm doing live shows. Okay, people live shows and you got to go to my website. Um, uh, it's, It's Perrysburg, Ohio, which is near Toledo. 
Um, I've never been, but I'm excited. You know, who isn't excited to go to Toledo? Um, I'm going to Buffalo, New York, Syracuse, New York. A live You Up podcast at Town Hall in December. And then I'm coming to St. Louis, Missouri for the new year. So people, 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 jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. And then I also want to inform you, holiday season, as I mentioned, is coming up. As you know, I'm the board lord. Charcuterie is a... You know, is a part of this whole, you know, J train thing I got going on. And I have created a board lord charcuterie board. What better? You know, no, the reason I made it, and this is where I get, you know, this is the story I'm telling. You have a charcuterie board that's, you know, it's it's too fancy. It's too much. What about the board that shows that you are the board lord? You too can be the board lord. It says it on it. It's a beautiful piece of wood for you to make. And it's not too big. I'm not a grazing table guy. I like, I want you to make decisions. I want you to show people at the party who you are. That's why I made it a smaller board. It says board lord on it. Go to Jared Free, uh, shop.jaredfree.com, shop.jaredfree.com. There's only 30 left. We only did a few. Small batch. That's right. Personalized. Board Lord. Shop.jaredfree.com. Okay. Enough out of me. Very excited. Uh, this is, you know, fan favorite is an understatement. People, every week, I get DMs. Get them back on. Get them back on. Get them back on. I said, I, I listen, everyone's busy. I can't bother this person. Okay? But they're hilarious. They have a one-hour show they're doing at the New York Comedy Festival that everyone listening should be getting tickets to right now on November 12th, 7 p.m. at the stand. An OKP, original key player, my favorite, Yamanika Saunders. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. I love that intro. <laughs> it is such a pleasure. Everyone ask, get Yamanika back. This is where yeah. everyone asks. I, you know, and I, 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 I'm just, anytime I can get you, I'm just pumped up. Cause we, I love you know, being you want, here. I love having you. You and I, we, it is really, we, we do, a, we have a great thing going on. Every time you come on, I feel like we help people. Yes, we do. I enjoy, How? I enjoy the fans. I enjoy, I love when I run into them in the streets. They're so lovely. Just such Every, people. They're excited. And you know what? Like, this is a comedy adjacent podcast, you know, like, this is we're not talking stand up. We're, we're, we're helping people's lives and being funny about it. So I think people are like, you know, we kind of bring them into this world. So they like are excited. I know you like I, I, I always you, I, back in the day when I first started this podcast, I, would, I, I said, you're holding the rookie card. You had you you knew them when or you knew them before. But, you know, Yamanika, you, you, she's got Netflix specials. You go. You, everyone should go search Yamanika out. Go follow her on Instagram at Yamanika. What's going on in your life? How are you? Update the listenership on where what we're going. What's going on? Oh, well, life is just, well, I just took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I was so glad I'm taking boxing classes now. And my um, uh, instructor for today, the weather is like, I don't know. It's it's, it's so garbage crazy. out. So crazy. And I, a couple clients had canceled. And I misunderstood her when she was like, you want to cancel? She was asking me. I thought she was canceled. So I was like, yeah. And then I took a nap. So I needed it. <laughs> I needed it because I've been so busy just running around. I mean, I've, so many projects I've been working on. I want them to hurry up and come out so I can tell people. Because you know how it is. It's like you're you're on this thing, and you know you can't really say. Can, I mean, I can say like I'm. I, the thing I can say is I just wrote on Shade Show. So um, on the the next season. Mm -hmm. So uh, my uh, 
that that damn Michael Che. That's mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. And and I'm really excited to see that come together. Um, and uh, just been doing a couple other things. Uh, I'm. I have another show that's supposed to come out in March. You know, I don't, it's, but it's hard I'll because be you want to, promote. <laughs> you'll be back to promote, of course. But I, I, it's hard to like get ahead of yourself. Like there's things that you're like, this could happen. This will happen. And then even things that will happen, you go, I don't want to be talking about it for, you You, you want to say it at the right moment so that yes. people, so you're not just sitting here repeating yourself about nothing. That's not even there yet. You know, the right. timing of these things matter. Absolutely. I mean, I it's so funny because I watched um, Ida Rodriguez and um, I didn't get to see Ricky's, but um, I was supposed to go to see Ricky's and then I got a, mm. I got booked out of town. But I know both of them taped their HBO specials and they're coming like it, they don't mess around with that. Like they just taped them. They already about, you know, get ready I, I know out. it's like, what? I want to be on something not like, oh, I taped this thing. You know, there's one one of these projects that I take that I'm really excited about, but just based upon the way I've been training so far and losing a lot of this pandemic weight, people are gonna be like, "What happened?" You know, it's it's gonna be like, "Who is this this person?" I I, listen and Yamanika. Let me just say, serving looks all over Instagram. You had a jumpsuit on the other night. Loved it. Yeah, just just, uh, it was great. Yeah, I'm. I'm st- you know what's so funny is I uh, the night I had that jumpsuit on with the colors uh, was the night I got into something at Del Fresco's and in, in Manhattan. The I went with a friend of mine mm. uh, was shocked to see this like close like microaggression of racism. The really? guy let me in with the outfit. He said it was I had sweatpants on, and my friend who was super white was like, "What's going on?" And he has he had like jogging pants on and they were going to let him in and it was the it was i'm laughing because it was the first time that i got to experience somebody who doesn't experience racism experience racism (laughs) and it was unsettling but it was like he just walked into a horror movie and he could not yeah he couldn't understand and i said oh he's just saying that because i'm black i obviously am not i don't have sweatpants on this is obviously obviously not yeah i just wore that jumpsuit and and first of all it was styled I'm legitimately bringing it up oh, out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, you yeah. looked great. I was and amazed. It, I, I performed in front of Hillary Rodham Clinton in that outfit at Caroline's. <laughs> and, and and this guy, the maitre d, is telling you. He was, he was from the time, you know, what I, what I realized is how much I, one of my, when people go, oh, you talk about race a lot. And I realized, I said, oh, this is why I talk about it a lot, because I constantly have to think about a step before I do anything. And it's inconvenient. It's annoying. Right. It, so it's frustrating uh, and annoying. So it's like I talk about it because it's like, oh, well, everybody else should be annoyed, too, because I know I'm going to have to take the step. From the time we got to the guy, my friend is just living oblivious in his white world where he's mm-hmm. never you know, he's also an older white guy, a white guy with money. You know what I mean? So he yeah. already living in a world where nobody's saying, sir, you don't belong here. Sir, sir, you can't be here. And he's Let's... he's walking in. He's walking up. Right. And I said, mm-hmm. well, I'm already prepared for the shutdown, even though I shouldn't. be, Right. So I'm like, I don't know. I said, um, 
you know, it looks like they might be having an event. He goes, oh, well, let's ask. So he go, he asks, he goes up without me. And he's like, oh no, the guy's like, yeah, we can come, I can come in, we come in, right? Mm. We recorded this. I just hadn't put the video up because I don't want my big five page about it, but at some point I will put the video up about this. Um, and as soon as I walk up with my friend now, it, the mm-hmm. guy's attitude has completely changed. And there's a lot of resistance. It's like, oh, well, you know, let me see if there's reservations. Oh, well, go do this and da 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 da. And, and, and so finally, my friend went in and asked the, you know, the one was like, yeah, you can have, because we wanted to sit down and eat, not just like be at a bar. Mm. She was like, yeah, you know, you guys can, it's two people. And it was funny enough, he said it was a black woman. And I didn't go inside. I, this was on the, I stayed outside because I already had felt uncomfortable like the guy was making you could, me feel like I wasn't. You felt the vibe. Right, to come in. Full hair, full makeup, looking glamorous, smelling great. You know, mm. not that I should have to do any of those things to be served or service. Of course not, yeah. And um, we're just about to go in. <laughs> and the guy just had to, like, he all these things that he was trying to throw out to stop us from going in was not happening. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, we don't let people with sweatpants in the restaurant. And I was just like, so I'm looking at my friend who has on, like, the joggers, but they're yes. black. They look like they could be like, but you know, they're obviously they're not but, dressed slacks. I mean, they're tight at the ankle. You can see <laughs> that they're right. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got sneaks on. He's got like a coat. Like he, you know, we go. He he goes. So I'm. So I. He goes. I don't have sweats on. And I go. Oh no. His the guy's pointing at my pants. The pant part of my jumpsuit. And I go. Oh no. He's talking to me. Mm. And my friend was floor. He's like, what? And I go, oh, no, I get, I said, he goes, those are not jogging pants. He goes, those are not sweatpants. And I go, no, he knows that these are not sweatpants. He's just, he's, he's looking, looking for reasons to not have me in. I said, I'm dressed better than you are. Yes, ex- exactly. <laughs> everything yeah. is focused on me, but I'm also not going to, I'm not going to beg this guy to let me go into a place. Fuck him. We want to go into, uh, uh, oh, my God, I can't remember the steak place up the street. Oh, man, I wish I remembered it. It, we had a lovely time. We ate out. And the funny thing is we ate outside. And I remember my friend going, are you trying to eat outside because you don't want to go through that experience again? And it, part of it was like, yeah, I didn't want to go through that again. But this place was really lovely. I have to remember the name of this place. It was a steakhouse. It's interesting you say like, you, you know, you're with a white guy who's like mm-hmm. eyes wide open, like can't believe this is evident for you. This is. This is an option in the many options of what could- everything. It was like, Jared, I was like, dude, he was like, no, I'm calling and I'm going to tell this person <laughs> that. And I'm like, they don't care. I'm like, you, this is your first day. Well, you- I've been that white guy. Admittedly, I was with, you mentioned Che. I'm with Che opening for him in Boston. This is years ago. Like first, you know, he it was like his first like year headlining or something and i'm with them in boston and we go to a bar after the show and we're dressed to go to the bar and then the guy the bouncer turned he goes you can't come in and he turns to i'll never forget it, he turns to a um a sign and it's legit everything che is wearing like it was a list like it was like they knew he was coming like it was like a magic trick i was like this is crazy and i'm that guy going what? 
his his sneakers are better than my shoes. Like, what are we talking about? Like, it was just like, and, and we he, and Che the same as what you're saying when he was like, I don't know, you know, this was all this was an option on when we went out tonight, and I was like, this is an option. This is crazy, yeah. and I I never. You know, you know, you you don't know until you you're with the person. You know, like just to even know that that could be, at, you're like at a bar. You know, yeah. I mean, this is this this you know this country is very racist. There's a lot of racism exists, very much so in this country. And what happens is we this country also focuses on making sure that people of color who have to experience racism don't inconvenience people who of non-color about the experiences of color that could inconvenience their mind. Like a lot of white people don't want to hear about it because it's like, oh, I don't want to, why, why do we keep talking about it? Oh, I keep talking about it because it happens. Every, it's a sure. part of my life, and you know? And so it's, um the, the thing that I say in relations to, to that and like in relationships in general, and this is why I, you know, I get into a lot of flack because I, if if you don't want to, if you don't want to take, if you don't mean your business, if there's any, if there's the slightest, like, mm, I'm, I'm not supporting you. I'm not mm. going to your establishment. I'm not, I'm not giving you a dime of my money. And this is what I try to get women to understand too. I'm, I'm, and it's hard for me as a woman to understand this sometimes, but as a black person, I understand this. And these are the thoughts that I start to take into my relationships. Mm. When, when the, listen, people want money. These businesses want money. If these businesses thought that the black dollar brought them more money, because see, a lot of times they're doing that where they don't want black people in because there's a group of white people that don't want to see black people wherever they go. So they rather make their white part counterparts happy by going, well, let's just put all these little things down that nine times out of the 10 a black person is going to be wearing. Then we can get rid of them and also say it's not racist. And then you probably see like a bunch of white guys with sneakers and hoodies and all kinds of sure. shit in the establishment. But whenever they wear that outfit, they're not black also. Well, all yeah. of a sudden, all of a sudden, you know, white guys are wearing Air Force Ones and they come off the list. You know, right. it, it, you know, all of a sudden they're wearing, you know, hoodies become fashionable off the list. You know, like and sometimes they don't even take them off the list. They're just not going to address that this person is wearing everything that's on the list. But well, for you, you're the you have everything. We are already trying to say no. So in a lot of times in relationships, when it, in terms of like women or relationships, you keep going to the door of somebody that's telling you no, and they're mm. telling you all the reasons they don't want yeah. to have you in their life. And then you keep going, but what if I take this off? And, you know, what if I, so you start to change so that you can get in somebody's life. And it's like, no, fuck that. Just go somewhere else. And I'm saying that somebody who has a hard time once in a relationship to get out of one, you got to stop taking off clothes and changing ideas and and who you are to be fitting into the establishment of some bum nigga that you probably don't want to be bar- a part of anyway. And that's me also saying Del Fresco's is a bum nigga. <laughs> well, totally agree. I hope they this don't is, we're <laughs> done with Del Fresco's on this podcast. We will never go back. Everyone here, hashtag no more, no more Frisco. And also, you're right. The the core. It correlates to dating. It correlates to, hey, this establishment, let's just not fuck with them. 
You know, like it's just like they're changing their mind. The only thing that's going to change their mind is their money or their cock. You know, like it's like the minute they, you know, oh, my God, I'm lonely. They'll text you and then you say, well, I'm not coming there anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's very relatable. We're, we have so many emails. I want to get to the emails. I'm so happy Yamanika's here. At Yamanika on all platforms, TikTok, Instagram, go follow New York Comedy Festival, November 12th, 7 p.m. Get the tickets. Go, go, go. It's at the stand. You're gonna, I mean, I watch Yamanika on stage and I sit there and I'm dying, laughing, loving it. There are people I bring on here that I'm like, I need you to go see them. I don't want, I need, okay? What a fun night, November 12th, 7 p.m. You ready to do some emails? I am. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. Training to be a cougar. Okay, Jared, feather, feather, became a fan over the pandemic. I love the male perspective you give. I recently was at a concert and met a man. He was cute and flirty, but I thought he looked young. Turns out he's 25, I'm 31. He asked for my number, but I took it. I took his instead so I could decide if I wanted to reach out. We ended up connecting a week or two later and went on a date. Much to my surprise, it went great. He was a great kisser. He texted me a few days later but never set up another date. I thought that since I set up the first that he would do the next. Two questions. One, is the age difference weird? I know it's normal for men to date younger, but is it the same for women? Two, am I supposed to set up the second date too? Is he just not that interested? Why would he text after if he wasn't interested in pursuing things further thanks for your advice yamanika let's start with you have you dated younger in 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 your life my last relationship i was 11 years older than a person 11 years older what and i don't think i have it's my opinion that's not weird that's just what it is it's a you know but did you what were the good and bad of that like of, of dating someone that's 11 years younger um I think in general, people, it's the maturity level on any end, right? So like if it's if male or female, whether you are dating a younger guy or a younger girl, the maturity level of that person has to match the maturity level of the older person, right? So I'm, mm. I can be like, you know, the thing that was good about my last relationship is that we were both outgoing, fun people who like to have fun and we like gaming, you know, we just had the same interests in a lot of areas. Mm. Um, so I think that, you know, you have those kind of interests in certain areas, it's fine. Um, I would caution, I mean, 25 and 31 is not that big of a deal. It's not that big, not that big a deal. Oh. You know, the, 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 the kind of punchline of it is like that you guys don't know the same music, you know, your, your TV show. I think that's all overrated. I, I think what you're saying is like, are they on the same level as you as like knowing to like, like in this situation, he's texting you at, you go on a great first date. He texts afterwards and doesn't make a plan for the next one. At 31, you're going to want the next date. You know, at 25, you might be like, yeah, we'll text until, you know, forever. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I think you might be, I, you, I think when you date younger, I, I don't think the age difference is weird. And I don't, th- I think for women, it's a great, but I think you have to be, you have to acknowledge that he might be a 25-year-old dater, meaning not a dater at all. Like to him, going out and making out is, you know, that's it. And then he texts you to keep the kind of the ball in the in the air. You're looking to, you know, keep the ball in the air, meaning like 
okay, I have this person for when I want to hang out and it's convenient for me. Like at 31, your, your idea of convenience and what's fun and what you want to do doesn't involve just idle texting. It might involve like, hey, I want to like see if this could be something different and real, you know? Yeah, I think, you know, as much as we try to buck the traditions and social norms, women are still like, you know, I want to marry and this and take relationships way more seriously than guys. Guys are like, hey, I could be out here, you know, at 25, he could definitely be like, I could be out here another 20 years. You yeah, know what I mean? Well, yeah. <laughs> and not have to settle down. And, not, and then meanwhile, she's like, oh, my eggs, how many eggs I got left in the basket? And, you know, my thing, this, this, this. I just say, like, I, I don't believe in wasting time anymore. I'm, I'm a different you. yom. I'm a different yom. <laughs> like, You're done. You're done. I'm so done. Like, I'm done wasting time. Tell him what the fuck you want or don't tell him what you want. Like, if you don't want to tell your part, like, I get it being a woman and going, I don't have to tell him that I need, because that's a setup for the relationship, too. Because you're going to be telling this guy you want a next date. Then you're going to be telling him the entire relationship, you know, what you need, what you need. And then you're going to resent the fact that he's never forward thinking about your wants and your needs before you have to ask for it. Or you could just not text him back. And then see where he goes after that. Well, yeah, there's a there's an element of getting it over with. I, I mean, the beauty of getting, I think, like the beauty, you're you're totally right. Where it's like, you, you know, if you do what you, th- if if you if you play along now, you're gonna hate that you played along later. I will say, when you get in, the beauty of being in your 30s and getting older is knowing what you like and what you don't like. Okay, and I think. Him at 25, he has no fucking clue. He went on a date with a woman he thinks is hot and he made out. That's all he's thinking about right now. And he texted you after and he's going, yeah, we should do that again sometimes in his head. But he's not even communicating that because he's just doesn't. You at 31, you're going, I, you're literally writing to me going, I want the second date. Okay. To me, I think it's okay to text this guy, hey, great time. I'm looking to date. You should let me, you should make a plan or not and get it out, get it out there and over with and like kind of let him know, like, I know exactly what I want and I don't need, you know, you, you, you going, Oh, that was fun. And you know, just be, and that's, but there's 31 year old men who are doing the same thing as this guy. I'm just saying like in this situation, you have to let him know. I I think there's no, the different, any different is not crazy to me. But I think there is something to be said about if he was 30 and she was 36. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's a little something different going on. There's a difference if he's, like, 35 and she's 41. Because, you know, there's something about that 25 area. Mm-hmm. You know, people just starting to, you know, see what the world's about. Take a, you know... A lot of people, unless they live in Wisconsin, no disrespect to Wisconsin, ain't nobody <laughs> in no no place where there's a bunch of popping going on, trying to really settle down at 25 a, as a dude. And you have to be okay with that. I think she's going to, I honestly am not about wasting time. And yeah. I think that if already you have to ask these type of questions, then maybe you should just go on to something else because it's nothing like locking your heart into something with someone who doesn't have it because you're going to have trauma trying to get out of it. 
and what you're saying is so right. If you're already asking these questions, the questions reveal what you want. If your questions are, why isn't he made a second date? That's you saying, I want a second date. Do I want to be asking for second dates? Does that turn me off a little bit? Like, when do you get turned off? <laughs> you know, like, it's like, yeah. great kisser, bad second date maker. That's a what? great question. Because a lot of women don't get turned off because Ever. he came in off. We just trying to get somebody <laughs> to turn us on. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yes. We just, the idea and the construct of wanting this man who was going to be our partner, we already going in like, okay, like, all right, let me, let me, let me deal with him and see if he's got it. And we, we never come in going, I'm excited about this guy. Mm. We're, we're wanting him to make, make us excited. And then we start settling along the way and go, okay, well, you know, he didn't ask me for a second day, but he's a really great kisser. And, you know, maybe I'll just ask him, you know, it's like that kind of shit. Instead of going in, you got to go in and be like, do I even want to go out on a date with this dude? Like, well, <laughs> I, I think more people would be better served. You know, like the, there's like an accounting method called like first in, first out, last in, last. Ew. <laughs> Ew. No, sorry. Oh, my God. That was a that sneeze almost it. took me out. He's like a baby chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> I. Ew. That was, a, I mean, you know, when a sneeze, like, you're like, wow, I like, I, 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 I cheated death just now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but it, there's this like accounting method, LIFO or FIFO, last in, first out. I think there needs yeah. to be a method for dating where it's like last, last action. Was I into it? Like, because when you say like the kiss was good, but he hasn't made it a second date. Well, then the last thing turned you off. You can't go two things ago, you know, <laughs> like, like the kiss came before the every not asking out. To, every woman's going two things. Let me let me give you a, a, little, a nice little story, please. My I and I don't because he speaks about me in such an ill manner. I have no problem speaking about him in an ill manner. OK, my ex-boyfriend who I broke up. We've been broken up probably like a year and some change. I went mm -hmm. through this horrible breakup throughout the pandemic. Um, I broke up with him and then instantly regretted it because I don't have, did not have the common sense that God gave me. Um, and so I understand where people are coming from. I understand. That We've I all been there. And shit like that. He has since, and, and, and people might go, oh, a year is a lot of time. He has since, I think, been with, been in a full relationship that was probably like six or seven months went on to be in another relationship that was like a couple months mm. and then gone on to be in another relationship that is, you know, and people go, like, how do you know? I know. I know. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. So not anymore. Thank God. I'm not like since going no contact and not paying attention to his fucking life. I have lived so much better. But yes. what I will tell you is I was in a relationship with someone who I, my entire, he had nothing that he, <laughs> on paper, we don't look like we need to be together at all. Mm. And I had sacrificed a lot and I had done a lot to, and I'm, cause I'm, what I'm not gonna do is I'm not gonna tear somebody down in the process, but I'll just keep it real. Who I should have been with was not him. Mm. And in his mind and his, whatever he's got going on, he thinks he's better than me. And he's been able to, with very little means, very anything to really offer a woman other than dick, which he thinks is amazing mm. that he can offer dick and he's all this with dick and sex and da-da-da-da-da. 
which, you know, is not bad, but it's like, it, wh- what woman can live on dick alone? What man Can't. can live on pussy alone, right? No. Has gone Teach on. a woman to fish. I think that's the dick will right. only eat for a week. Yeah, I think that's... <laughs> You know, but he has gone on. I'm, I'm illuminating this point because with very little to offer a woman mm. other than sex, right? He doesn't offer any good. He doesn't offer any joy. He isn't a nice guy. He isn't a kind guy. He isn't a, he, other than sex, he has offers very little. Sure. But he has gone on and encountered four or five women since me in the span of a year and maybe what four months and has gone and and this fucking women and being women have to be very clear no disrespect to the men who listen that's okay it's a buyer's market a man can take his time not text you back not ask for a second date bullshit around fuck you fuck this other girl do this do that and then when he's decided he wants to throw you out, can go, well, you'll never find anybody. Which is, well, keeps me on. Oh, you only, you'll always be alone. Because it's a buyer's market. And so when I see this girl doing, right, at 31, mm. trying to fit her 31 years of experience, love and attention and whoever, all the things that make her who she is, which is dynamic, mm. you trying to fit it in this little 25-year-old box with this nigga that don't have his shit together, is thinks everything's funny, not man enough. A man goes, oh, here's a woman that I want to take off the market because she's super fucking amazing. She's yes. hot to me. She's nice. She's professional. She's this. All these things that I want in a woman or I think is a spectacular. Let me take her off the market. Yeah. He's doing none of those things. You're He's still the- on the market. You're a, a basket of eggs. Trying to jump in somebody's farmer's hands. Well, that, that you're you're totally right. And and when he texts after the date, not making the date, it's it's him acknowledging, I could lose you, and I think that's okay. You know, second date locks you down a little bit more. If he was in a rush, you would make that second date. If he was making, if he was, you know, so. But I think what you're saying is it's interesting that you're, your past ex boyfriend, the fact that he can offer dick, and that's really it, and then. There's multiple women who are like, I'll make it work. You know, I'll figure out a way because they want the, you know, the consistency. The relationship is on a pedestal. The idea of being in something is is important to them. This is a live podcast now. I I believe I have a delivery. Hello? Okay. <laughs> you have a deli- Yamanika has a delivery. We're going to go to the next email as she gets the delivery. At, uh, at Yamanika, go follow right now. Fantastic comedian. New York Comedy Festival, November 12th, 7 p.m. Go, go, go. It's at The Stand, New York City. Great night. You're going to have a good time. At Yamanika on Instagram. And keep sending your emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Hello Tushy. Tis the season to clean your tushy. Fa la 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 la. I love, I love, I love Hello Tushy. Okay, and I love my Hello Tushy because honestly, it's changed the way I, you know, I feel. It is a win-win-win. I'm saving money on toilet paper. I'm, I'm using less than I've ever used in my life. I have a freshly washed behind that, you know, the difference between when I'm at home and on the road, it's my butt. That's the difference. 
I'm cleaner at home than I am on the road. There it is. The Hello Tushy Bidet washes your bum with fresh water for a way better clean than toilet paper. Simple. You simply spray and pat dry. I'm doing that myself. Attaches to your existing toilet. No electrician or plumber needed and installs in less than eight minutes. Cuts down your TP use by 80%, saving money and paper. Given... Get even get even more tushy joy with the entire tushy system, including the tushy bidet attachment, ottoman, toilet brush, and tushy stand and tissue. So they're doing a whole line of stuff that's great and will make your bathroom a better experience. Join the millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now who take care of their Yule logs the dignified way. I love that. Give the gift of a clean bum to yourself or your loved ones this holiday season and get 10, 10, 10, 10 percent off plus free shipping. Right now at hellotushy.com slash JTrain. That's hellotushy.com slash JTrain for 10% off and free shipping. The JTrain podcast is brought to you by Foria. There are things in life that pair together perfectly. Milk and cookies, sunsets and champagnes, candles and a warm bath. And now Foria is bringing you the next perfect pairing, CBD and intimacy. I got to say, I I love Foria and what they're doing. I love that they're taking you know, the bedroom game and making it a better experience for everyone involved. And sexual intimacy is good for you, solo or with a partner. It invokes our joy, nurtures our inner well-being, and gives you that glow inside and out. It's just science. And what's good for nature is good, is what's good for our bodies, which is why Foria's products are always organic, plant-based, and sustainably sourced. Foria's, Foria has a huge selection of items to enjoy, including their intimacy suppositories, which enhance arousal, pleasure, relaxation, and sexual comfort. Sexual pleasure is self-care, so give yourself the that all night long self-care you deserve. Foria is offering a special deal for my listeners to get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash JTrain or use code JTrain at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash JTrain for 20% off your first order. I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil. You'll thank me later. You're going to thank me for just going. Go and browse on the site. That's what I'm asking of you because and do it with your partner. Do it alone. It's for you. Do it, do it, do it. Go look at the site. Go to foriawellness.com slash JTrain. And you're just going to find something that will, you know, change up the routine. And let me say this. Let me okay. say this. Because I've been I've been uh, talking a lot. Jared's been like. No, 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 no. I, I'm listening. I bring you on because I want you to I want you to go. People, right? We we need this. They need the realness. And I I have another email that's on the same subject. Guy who keeps breadcrumbing. Yeah, you know, here I one of the things that I to let people know is that I know these things because I go through these things too. I'm not fair. I think a lot of people want to talk about things as if it's some idea and concept that, you know, they've theorized and they've written it all down and <clears throat> it makes sense because of that. I have lived these things. And it's not about bringing up my ex-boyfriend to say, like, listen, he was attractive to me. He was... But you, um, you, Yamanique, if you don't mind, I'm sorry for interrupting, but you're... What we do on this show is commiserate, and also you're right. there's a when you bring up your ex, you're acknowledging mistakes that you've made. Like you're seeing oh, it, and you know it's 2020 vision now. When you're in it, you're like, but you're this not, dick, uh, you know, like. Show when I was in it, I was super happy and I was super <laughs> glowy. Aside from there's other situations that 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 my last situation is there's other shit going on there that don't make sense. But um, at at the at the core base of it. 
what I will, what I wanted to say, and I bring this up when he, as he, as much as he mentions, like, yo, I fuck the shit out of you, I do this, that. A lot of women want a man. They translate being fucked by a man, crazy fuck sex, da 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 da, mm. as as love or somebody caring about them. And what I will tell you is, after a while in my relationship with my last um, boyfriend, who the sex was great. But the sex was great also because my sex was great. I was great with him. Yes, we of course. It was the connection. But over time, it was also like my body was like, oh, no, not him. Because there, there's no redeeming quality when other than the guy being a great kisser or mm-hmm. dicking you down, if you can't have a real partner, a real partner, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's like don't have it, anything. It's like when you lose a sense, the other ones gets better. I think when you lose out on the other parts of a relationship, you start leaning on, well, the sex will make me feel better. You know, instead of like, you know, a relationship is a pie chart. You know, there's different pieces of it. There's sex. There's the there's the dinners. There's the the the, the couch time. There's the family stuff. There's all those things go into a good relationship. And when you don't get any of the other things, you go, well, we got the sex. We got the sex. I can lean on that. That's good. And I, I, let's go to this next one. Uh, it says, guy who keeps breadcrumbing question marks. So it's asking the question. Jared, love the podcast. I'm drinking some... my herbal teas, by the way. I'm sorry. I, I'm, uh, I, have to... I love it. I know people are like, what is that? My straight man advice. Keep My friend's fiancés are so out of the dating world that they are no help, LOL. Need some advice on a guy who seems to be breadcrumbing me for context. He was in the wedding party for a wedding I was in in early 2021. So let's call, let's call it January 2021. She's in a wedding party. She meets this guy. We talked for about an hour at the reception, but I ended up hooking up with a different groomsman that night. IRL summer started early for me. The next week, in real life summer, the next week I noticed that he watched my Instagram story, so I hit him with the follow, which he reciprocated, and he DM'd. It turned into texting for a couple days and then fizzled out as he lives four hours away. Fast forward to August 2021. He is in my town with the groom for the wedding, uh, from the wedding and a few friends for the weekend. We end up all spending the day together, and at night, him and I sit and talk for hours before hooking up. The next morning after he leaves to drive drive four hours home he responds to my story and actually drunk texts me a few weeks later that he, uh when he is nearby by unavail but unavailable to meet up in the last few weeks he has drunk called me while i was sleeping he has never called before and we had not been texting so he had to actually search my name to call me and told me i need to come i needed to come visit him and of course i didn't make uh of course i didn't make didn't make a plan most recently he texted me saturday and exchanged legit six words through the whole conversation made no effort to keep it going my question is what is the point of this why text me if you have no interest in having a conversation through spending time with me and with him in august i realized that he is a pretty shy person compared to myself who's very outgoing so i can't tell if his this is his personality or what seems weird to keep stringing me along if he lives four hours away without the potential of just get meeting up while out on a weekend on you a podcast you said at what point do you become turned off by how they don't keep it going and i need you to get me there any insight is appreciated yamanika what do you think of this situation i think this is interesting because there's some things i noticed but i want to hear what your thoughts are well, number one, this little fool in my hands here, this nigga <laughs> breadcrumbs me. Do you hear me? Yeah, you breadcrumb. Oh, you don't want me to tell you shit. Yamanika's stroking yeah. the cat. <laughs> the cat. <laughs> this cat breadcrumbs me. He comes around. Pets will breadcrumb you. Not a human being. 
A human being <laughs> is not bread, bread, bread coming you. You're breadcrumbing yourself. You are throwing down pieces to continue to stay the course with him. You're going, oh, I can't find him. Let me leave a little crumb here so I can find it. Yabanika, you're so good. This is why I love you because you you nailed it. This person, they're using buzzwords to like make this other person villainous, and they're at they're a part of this. It's not like they've they've had sex. It's not even like they've made out. They talked and they, they she hooked up with someone else at the wedding. Then he, you know, they have a little flirty DM exchange. He's in town. They spend uh, they talk all day at night, and I sit and talk from. They they hooked up. She said, "Okay, so I, I'm I'm mistaken, but they talk for a few hours before hooking up, and then." He leaves to four hours away and he texts, uh, you know, every now and again, and he gets drunk and calls her. You, the, yeah, the, I, I you're a part of this. You, you, you're not, you're not, you're not so, you, you yeah. are a smart woman, the person emailing in. Like, like, don't, don't act like you're beneath him intellectually. You are on his level. The idea that you were, are led along without knowing what's going on. He's emotional. He's lonely. You're someone who will answer him. So he keeps calling because he's four hours away and he can always blame it on, oh, four hours away. He could always say, we should do that trip, right? Don't you think this seems like it's a little bit, she's made herself the victim a little bit. Yeah, and she, but she has, she, she has to, we have to give her some grace. We have to give her a little sure. grace. I'm, listen, I'm on her side, yeah. I, I understand, like, you know, one of the one of the biggest things I would hear in my um, last situation is like, "Oh, just get over, it, get over, it, get over." Like, sure. Like, hmm, yeah, I have to get over for me to continue on with life. I have to get over it. That we know. Let give me some time to sort of process this. So I understand. Of she hooked up with this guy. She's now emotionally invested. I was shaking my head when she when she, at the part where she said she hooked up with another guy at the wedding. Because mm. I think that she missed a humongous red flag there. You were talking and engaging this guy at a wedding, but then you hooked up with another guy. So mm. right there, something was going on in that mix that either he wasn't holding your attention. Because if I meet a guy that I'm interested in, I don't give a fuck what somebody throws me that night. I'm not hooking up with another guy. That guy's my focus. Like, oh, I like yes. him. You know, I don't have to it's, hook up. I like him. Let's it, talk. Mm-hmm. It is carnal. You know, like you, when you, sometimes you'll see someone like the beginning of the night and you make eye contact. You're like, that's, th- there's something there. You feel it. The tension's in the sky. You smell it. And I, I totally agree with you. And it's something that, you're right. We can't look that over. Like, why didn't it happen that night? And it's one side or the other. One of you didn't get you, you, the animal didn't take over. <laughs> you know, like right. And is it that maybe she's the one that wants the animal? Listen, um, there. Be, I, I've been in relationships where I have been so deprived of a good connection and love, and so it was. It's just so surface, right? like real intimacy. I've been, I've had a partner like sleep next to me every night knowing that I wanted intimacy from him and withholding it from me deliberately mm. as punishment to me. Like that, and that's emotional abuse. So yeah. I get it when people are not giving you, cause a lot of times those things translate into wanting sex or dick or vagina or whatever, but it really is somebody, their, their spirit is crying out like, 
oh, I want somebody to connect with me. Really, that's the biggest connection. That's the most intimate connection. Can you can we connect on a spiritual level, on a mental level? And so that's why she keeps saying breadcrumb because it seems like emotionally he's not available to her. Mm. And the and a lot of women will do this. If even if I can't get him emotionally, let me get him physically. And that happened a lot in my last relationship. It was like, well, if I can't get him emotionally, let me get him physically. But it's also like, if somebody can't give you their heart and their mind and their soul, the sex will not be fulfilling. You do not want to be with that person. Let this guy go. All it's these time. messages about what should I do when the thing that got it, let him go. Well, I met him and he break from me and let him go. Well, then I didn't know that. Let him go. Because a man who wants to fucking be with you will be with you. Yeah. That, that, and she says, why text me if you have no interest in having a conversation? Because he- he's a guy and he can. It's a buyer's market. There's a bunch of women he's texting. Because every woman is looking for a guy who's going to love me, who's going to be there for me. I'm going to be the only one. And, and we're now in an environment where men are like, Oh, I'm talking to this girl and that girl. And I'm fucking this girl and this one girl. I'm talking to this, and I fuck this one and I get my rent paid by this one. I get it's a buy. Women got to you got to change your brain. Yeah, you got to change the perspective. And then also, <laughs> why would and move these niggas out the way, uh, Jared? I'm sorry, I gotta say this. So- move them out the fucking way while you waste time on this guy fucking around, wasting time. Mm. That you got a fucking Sherlock Holmes with the fucking magnifying glass and shit like that with this nigga. There's, guess what? There's a guy that's like, oh, if you stop looking at him, you could look at the guy that's looking at you because yes. this guy looking at you, I promise you, and it don't have to be the settled shit that they tell women like, oh, you just want a bad boy. You want to, no, you should be with the realistic guy that's an accountant with a pocket protector. No, no, no. There's a real guy that you probably really want to fuck that really looks good. They got all his shit together that will also look at you, but he can't look at you because you looking at him and then him is not looking at you and everybody looking every which way, but ain't nobody looking at each other. I. I couldn't have said it better. J train podcast at gmail.com. You're right. I, I just, you know, she wants why so much. And it's like, stop asking why. Like, unfollow, unsubscribe. You had a hookup. It went okay. Time to move on. He's four hours away and he hasn't made a plan. What do you, what, what, what's going to change in month three from month one? Nothing. If these women, you know what it is? And I'm guilty of it too. Mm. I guarantee you. A lot of these women are writing in. I'm not. Let's let's take beauty off the table because that's subjective, right? Let's take that off mm-hmm. the table for a second. Doesn't matter. These women, smart. I'm sure they got their shit together. Are all the things w- women write down the things that make you an awesome person and hold that and remember that. I mm. got told so much that I wasn't shit. And I wasn't this and I wasn't this in some of my last relationships. And I realized, I go, oh, I'm with a guy who understands how fucking awesome I am. If he can convince me not to think I'm awesome, then that means he gets to hold my integrity and my esteem. And that means I have to keep going to his well to find my worth and my value because I gave it to him. Instead of me just holding it and going, oh, so I told this guy, I said, if you think you can find better than me, 
Go do it. You'll never Good find luck. a bitch like me. You will never. And if women, I get it. You and, and with that attitude, you may wind up single girl. You may not get no man. You may just be have to fuck around and just go, you know what? I'm just gonna be fucking niggas here and there and there. You may not get it. It's a buyer's market. You have to be honest with yourself. You know, but you'll be happier. I think you'll be less you, you you'll less be time on and happier. Yeah. But all Jay- these women writing in, they have to look at themselves and go, what about me? How amazing I am that I would actually run after a dude. And we're not talking about relationships already, Jerry. We talk about sure. the beginning. And you already got to convince this guy you're worthy of a second date or you're worthy of a conversation or him not calling you at four o'clock in the morning to get some pussy for four hours <laughs> away. You shouldn't have to convince nobody that not at the beginning. Well, also, you have to rate like also think about like, are you is there anything about what you're asking for that's dishonest? Like a lot of these people emailing in, they're being they want the most honest thing you could ever think of. They're like, I just want to go out again with this guy. I just want to get to know them more. That's the dishonesty comes in the answering your text, not wanting to get together with you for a date, but wanting to talk to you still and wanting to just hook up and not saying that. They're just saying, I'd like a date. And they want, no, there's, so if you're asking for, on, uh, uh, if you're on, if your endeavors are honest, then you have nothing to worry about. Like the idea, they, if they're turning that down, like they or they're being, kind of cagey then then that means they're being dishonest right off the bat well their energy sucks right so like it's all about the energy you bring to me so if Mm. i keep spinning all these little tops right i got these tops spinning and it's like oh i I have a combo some i got all these 10 tops 10 plates Mm. spinning, (laughs) and then one stops spinning you go oh oh god i gotta get that one spinning again it's like what can distract me what can give me energy and these women have to stop being plates that are being spun. He doesn't, yes. he's not gonna give you what you need. He just needs you to spin again because that gives him energy and it reinforces that and, he needs somebody worth it. And the spinning is the text that's the text that talks to you but doesn't ask you out. That's a spin of the plate. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy. You put in a lot of time investing in other people, your partner, your friends, your family. But when's the last time you stopped to make sure you were taking care of you? It's time to invest in yourself with BetterHelp. Going to therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you're prioritizing your mental health. I just love, here's what I love about BetterHelp. There's so much in the way, your schedule your 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 insecurities like who do i even go to that's an insecurity not am i going to the right person for this uh you know do i want to leave the house to get take care of this this is all those things are in the way and better help takes those those mountains and turns them into molehills a little bit better help is customized online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to it's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours why invest in everything else and not your mind j train is sponsored by BetterHelp, and my listeners get 10 10 10 10 off their first month at betterhelp.com slash j train that's b-e-t-t-e-r-h-e-l-p.com slash j train betterhelp.com slash j train 10 off your first month better help keep your mind healthy the j train podcast is brought to you by native deodorant close your eyes take a deep breath think of the holidays what do you smell pine trees roast turkey your favorite deodorant company wants to give you the gift of a new smell with 
Native's awesome new holiday-inspired scented products. This is what I love about Native. They're gonna. It is the time of year, and let's get in the mood, and let's get a new flavor on our body. Native cares about the products you put on your body. They're all about stopping the stink the right way. That's the Native difference. They Native products are made with simple ingredients like shea butter and coconut oil, so you can smell great all day long. With classics and rotating seasonals, Native has a scent for everyone. Try their holiday scented deodorants, body wash, or toothpaste, incense like candy cane, sugar cookie, and fresh mistletoe for a limited time. This is, you know, they talk about like seasonal, like depression and stuff like that. And I do, I really do believe something like this, like brightens your day, gets you in the mood for the season and in the mood for the day. Build yourself or your or loved one's uh, personalized product bundle by mixing and matching three of your favorite holiday scented products into a set. This is great. Love a bundle. Stay merry, happy, and fresh this holiday season. You will love Native's limited time seasonal products as much as I do. Go to nativedeodorant.com. Use code JTRAIN to get 20% off your first purchase at checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com, code JTRAIN for 20, 20, 20% off. nativedeodorant.com, code JTRAIN. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com, JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com here with Yamanika at Yamanika on Instagram and TikTok. Go follow right now, November 12th, our show, go, 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 the stand. Let's do some screenshot emails. Is that cool, Yamanika? I sent this one to you. Shoot my shot with an old friend. It's This is actually from a dude, so I want to, let's change it up. I sent it to oh, you earlier. I love that. Okay. Jared, I'll start reading and then we'll get to the screenshots. Jared, thanks for the pod. When listening, I find myself wanting to jump through my AirPods to join the conversation. I think that's a sign of a great podcast. Plus, I think your advice is generally solid and ethical, so I'm interested to hear what you and your guests think of this. I'm 37-year-old male. Side note, would love to hear more emails from men and from older singles. We've got problems, too. I'm sure it's due to lack of supply, but just my two cents. We're here for you, buddy. Let's do it. I've known this girl for probably about eight years. We're friends, but we but know each other through other mutual friends, so never saw each other more than a few times a year. We've always gotten along great. She's super hot, so naturally I developed a crush on her. Of course, she's always been with and later engaged to her boyfriend. I know they've had their ups and downs, and it was one of those long engagements where there was never a set date, and you were never sure if it was actually going to work out. But anyways, we kind of fell out of touch for the last few years, only because social circles tend to just tend to drift apart as people get older get married have kids etc pandemics don't help in this regard totally agree i understand this but about a week ago she shows up in my bumble feed i swipe right and was surprised to see her show up as a match a couple days later we exchanged some pleasant what's new type messages and then she said feel free to text since we already had each other's numbers screenshots of text if you want to read them i'm yellow she's gray so let's read them you be her i'll be him and these are old friends, eight years, drifted apart. She was engaged. Okay. Okay. Well, hello there. Fancy seeing you here. How you been? Hello. It's been a while. I'm doing great generally, but I was at the game last night, so pretty bummed. How are you? How are you doing? Man, that was a heartbreaking ending to that game. I'm pretty good. It was a fun weekend. So how long has it been since I last saw you? What hood are you in these days? Man, I don't know. At least a few years, right? I'm still in blank, living my best life. I actually recently just got back from a trip to Europe. Work sent me to blank, but also shot down blank for blank, uh, blank's wedding and vacation and blank, blank, and blank. Was gone for eight weeks, happy face emoji. How about you? Where are you living? What's been happening in your world? That's amazing. I think I saw some of those pics on IG. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so sweet. She thinks uh, this. We got it. Oh my! Let me finish. Okay, I would kill for eight weeks of traveling right now. Sorry, I'm so bad about checking and messaging on here, but I realize I have your number, and you must have. It got cut off. Go to the next one. Next, next slide. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Uh, That's okay. I have your number, and you must have mine, so feel free to text since it's easier. And then I can tell you all about the awesome, exciting things happening in blank world. I got nothing. Okay, so let's go back to his email. Um, he says his question, how should I approach this? She's absolutely someone I could see myself with, but I would also guess that I wouldn't be the first male friend of hers to shoot his shot, which must be annoying for her. She's just one of those women who uh, everybody likes. How can I tell if she's swiped right because she actually likes me or if it's just because we're friends who haven't seen each other in a while? Thanks again. Keep up the great work. Yamanika, what do you think of this situation? Men are just the worst. <laughs> and I feel for this guy. I first of all, you know, I like this guy. I, I'm upper upper age with him, so I I understand him, and I'm going to give him. And you know what? It, and and everything that I said earlier also can apply to to nice men as well, because yeah. men do go through the hassle. A lot of times, what men's hiccup is a man. Men get really caught on the aesthetics of a woman, and then they also attribute those aesthetics to that woman being an amazing person. She's super hot, so now she's Mother Teresa. No, 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 sure. she's just fucking hot. She's not Mother Teresa, she's just fucking hot. The, the woman has zero personality going on, and <laughs> just on the exchange. He's giving so much detail on his life, she's yeah. giving nothing but questions, and on top of it, she goes, yeah, I think I saw some of those pics on Instagram. So now she's somebody who's engaged with you on Instagram, but you don't know it because you wouldn't have told her all this shit if you knew she was on Instagram like that. Right? Like, yeah. and, I, and I, the, I the main thing I say to guys that I'm not interested in is I go, oh, I'm not on Instagram. I don't check my messages like that. That's a lie. She's Leave checking every message. Phone. Well, I, you know, I think what you're saying is important for him to hear because it's like, if it, she's fine. She's fine. She's fine. He, he, she's fine, which is totally, well, everyone's she's fine. She's hot. She's, no, but, don't describe that to her personality and who she is as a person. She's hot. Totally. I also don't believe that people, I also believe that people don't waste their time. Nobody swipes right on a friend because they're a friend. You swipe right on someone, you match with someone on a dating yes, app because it's a dating app. Well, Go let me ahead. say this. And number two, let me just clear something up. A woman can be hot and be Mother Teresa. I don't want women to go, oh, you're just hating Fair. on her. No, I'm hating on how hot women. <laughs> That's, you can I be get hot that and too. Be amazing as a person. But, but that is what you're doing is calming expectations. I agree with what you're saying. It's not about her and, you know, we said before, hot subjective. Everyone's got their own version of hot. And in this situation, when you knew someone for eight years and they know your friends and they're yeah. hot and you say everyone, she's just someone everyone likes, you're building her up into this thing where it becomes a win or loss scenario. And that's not what this is. This yeah. is a nice woman who you know you've connected with that you think is attractive. Leave it at that. To yeah. me, and you matched on a dating app, okay? She's not matching with you out of the goodness of her heart. She's not mad. She, <laughs> you know, she could have not matched with you and not had to deal with you. To me, right. she's saying, you got my number. And I'll say this. 
you know, him saying everyone thinks she's hot or, you know, it does play into the fact that maybe she, you know, she has had a lot of guys reach out after a failed engagement, especially if there's people from high school. This happens. People notice these things online without ever, without the person even posting about them. If I'm this guy, trust the app, trust that nobody wants to waste their time, but also trust yourself that you're a good catch too. And that it is, if it works out, it works out. And if it doesn't, at least you tried. So I would text her. I, I, you, you can't worry about the other guys because the other guys that are reaching out, they're doing it through Instagram DM. You're doing it through an avenue that is made for dating. So you should treat, this person should be, be treated as a new prospect for dating. Your history doesn't matter. She herself out there to be reached out to. This is fair. It's so, it's, so it's, so it's one single text. You've talked about Europe. She's laughed along with Europe. She says nothing. She, she said nothing is going on in my life. So uh, I'm sure she's got a lot to say. But here we go. You text her. Hey, it was really cool connecting with you on the dating app. Well, let's do drinks next week. Let me know what days you're free and I'll find a spot. It's because when you know someone already, when you've had the conversation, it's enough with the text. It's enough with Europe. You, you'll discuss it at drinks. And then you'll see if this is the connection for you. Yeah, I, I'm totally against him going out with her because I think mm. I'm going to be right that it's not going to be a match. Um, yeah, that might be true, but he's got to shake this thing because it's eight years. That, but that's the thing. Go do it because of the time put in. But I have a sneaky suspicion. He's built her up so great in his mind, like you said, that when he really gets to spend time with her, if he's honest with himself, he's going to be making some concessions. And that's not to say that she's not a great person. I just think she might be a little too aloof for someone like him that seems to be very focused on I mean, his life. and what You're, to- you're totally right. I mean, he went into Europe. He went into this, that, and, and not much. But let's, that's the thing. It's let's be realistic. Let's be realistic. And I think when you treat someone as a, you know, listen, when you know someone for eight years, you can get romanticized. They already, they already fit. They already know. They, are the, they know the street signs. We share the. So it's very easy to get intoxicated by that. We're saying, give it a shot. She's just fine. And yes, reach out and make a date because you met on a dating app. And people don't swipe right on people that they just want to catch up with from old times. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, can we do one more? Is that okay? I would just do as many as you want to do. Okay, let's do it. Friends, but no benefits. I sent this to you before. This is this is a good one too. Okay. J train. I've been wanting to write into you about this topic for a while now, so I'll just get right to it. A little over a year ago, I moved from DC back to my hometown of Atlanta. Since I was single and most of my friends were married and starting families, I fully put myself out there to find a social scene with people in more similar phase of life. Around this time, I matched with a guy from college that I had never met, but shared several mutual friends. Uh, we met up at a bar with those, with those mutual friends, and after a night of flirting, we ended up going back to his place and hooking up. Though we texted for a bit, it seemed like it was just a one-off thing. For reference, he's 31 and I'm 28. A couple of months later, fall of 2020, we kept finding ourselves at events with our mutual friends. We started talking and hanging out in casual friend settings more and more, and pretty soon we were hanging out a couple times a week, but always in a group with his friends or with mine. Though we never hooked up again, he continued to flirt as we spent more time together. The flirting then turned into convenient boyfriend moves, as I would call them. Never doing anything that amazing, but 
doing things like jumping up to help me carry carry something if my hands were full, serving my birthday cake to everyone without being asked, or always being the one to come over and help me around my house. Okay. Helping you around your house is a boyfriend move. Helping you with something in your hands is something people do for you on a JetBlue flight when you're trying to get your stuff in the overhead. Like, let's stay realistic here. Obviously, through all this, I developed feelings and took it, uh, took it as a sign he felt the same. I started asking him to hang out more, but then sensed he was pulling away, so I decided to send the following text. Note, Mikey is my newly single childhood friend, screenshot one and two. So let's go to screenshot one and two. Do you, I'll be her, you be him. Okay. okay. Is he one or two? Well, one, it's her in blue. This is her sending okay. it to him. Okay. I know it'd be better to have this conversation in person, but I haven't really had the opportunity and don't feel like I'm going to. So I figured I'd just send this text. Obviously, our friendship comes first, but recently I've really been trying to put myself out there and date and I keep coming back to the idea that you and I might have potential. Yes, I know you've been giving me signs that there's not, <clears throat> but just hear me out. Oh, God. Hey, hear me out. If you've written just hear me out, it's over. <laughs> like You shouldn't have to do that, but go on. We've never really talked about how we first met and made that water under the bridge. So I've never been fully confident that you only see me as a friend. Recently, I've made... I really made that the case, but I still need to hear it from you. That doesn't have to change anything, but I just knew that I'd feel better going forward if I could just at least say how I feel. <laughs> and then he comes back with the super romantic, sorry, just seeing this. I think we should just be friends, blank. Appreciate you letting me know how you feel. Not always an easy thing to say. I thought you were trying to date Mikey. Seems like a good match. Oy. She writes, I was super hurt by his short responses and annoyed that he thought I was somehow interested in my childhood friend, so I never responded. Fast forward to the next night around 11 p.m., I get a call from him. When I didn't pick up, he called my best friend telling her that I, he was outside of my house, but I wasn't answering and he wanted to talk and make sure I was okay. Since I was half asleep, I texted him the next morning and we agreed to talk later in the week. When he came over, he told me how much he enjoyed getting to know me over the last past year and how much I he valued my friendship. We sat in my living room for a while, mainly talking about all the fun things coming up that we plan to do with our group of friends. I knew continuing to hang out would be torture for me, but couldn't uh, bring myself to say it in person, so I sent the following text when he left. Okay, so this is her to him. Uh, thanks for stopping by. I know it would have made sense to say this in person, but I couldn't. I really don't think we should hang out for a while. It's just going to be too hard for me. Obviously, don't let this stop you from doing anything with the group. I probably just won't be there. Let me know if there's anything I can do to help. If you don't want me to go to something, just let me know. I can make up an excuse. She writes, did I misread all the signs that I thought he might be into me or could it be that the timing isn't right? He's not actively dating and he also quit his job just over a year ago to start his own company. Is it possible that he just likes seeing me as an option but also really cares about me as a platonic friend? Either way, I know I just need to accept the space he's offered me and try to move on. But I was hoping you would have some words of wisdom that could help me in doing so. Yamanika, yeah, what do you think? This person probably is the most like me, but I would never send texts like that. Um, because you know what it is? 
you be you romanticize in your head all these things mm. that a guy is doing because again he's doing nice things and a lot of yeah. people are deprived of people doing nice things for them and then they romanticize those things and then they want a, a relationship she's interested in the chase with him and this romantic fantasy that she has i almost guarantee you if she was in a relationship with this guy or really seeing him for who he was um she wouldn't want to be bothered with him the the she has to you, girl you gotta love yourself more and i'm telling you as somebody who has to has to tell themselves that i've had mm. to tell myself that i have you have to love yourself more yamanita you have to value you have to protect who you are more than you are you should never sacrifice yourself at the integrity for of someone else and like sometimes when you get in relationships that's hard that's hard once you're already invested in a relationship and you're getting out of one but we have to really hold our regards in the beginning not well, to settle that's a big point that i just want to jump on because there's a part of this email and i knew it wasn't happening from minute one she mm-hmm. wrote, we met up at a, you know, they match on an app, okay? I, uh, social scene with more people. Around this time, I matched with a guy from college that she's never met, shared mutual friends, okay? So she trusts him because she has the mutual friends. He is now a elevated candidate. We meet up at a bar with those mutual friends, with those mutual friends. That's not a first date. That's, and then you hook up with the mutual friends there. That is a casual hangout where you didn't, and as Yamanika put it, you have to love yourself more. Like, you have to say, I deserve a first fucking date. Yeah. I deserve drinks and him going, I got the tab and all that stuff. And you and from minute one, this was in this friendship. Yeah, the whole crew's hanging out. They're not 22. They're 31 and 28. At 28 years old, you can go on a date with another with a man and share drinks and go over who your mutual friends alone, but you have to set the scene of like I am I'm I'm doing dates here. Yeah. I am going to, you know, the the friend stuff, that is I I'll hang with my friends and our mutual friends on my own time. This is a, you have to set because I think what a lot of women don't really want to admit to is this is business for them and it's fun for the guy they're with. This guy, fuck yeah, mutual drinks. Yeah. We hooked up yeah, afterwards. You, you did, yeah, you did, you did a business meeting at a social event. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you ever try to talk business when you're at a party? No one wants to fucking do that. You have to admit this is business because she's saying she wants, she's developing feelings. She wants serious. It's okay to want serious. When she's, and just like you said, she was romanticizing, doing things like jumping up to help me carry something if my hands were full. Who wouldn't do that? He's being a, a, a yeah, and he's. Good. He should. He should do. It's the bare minimum. And he's it's getting, the, it's the bare minimum. And he is. But he got the, he got all the benefits. And and this is why this because we're in a different time. I'm in a different generation. I'm from a different generation of a lot of the women that, that listen. And you know, and in my generation was very resistant to it. Women go, I should be able to do this, do that, do that. And the guy does this, does that, does that. One of my exes went on to brag about. Being in a, having known in this chick for less than two but two days, 
and fucking the shit out of her. <laughs> and this is why I don't watch the shit no more because it's so I'm 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 four days no contact. Thank God. Yeah. But I'm not gonna act like I'm such a rehab. But my life has been significantly better since I stopped turning into that fuck up soap opera. Sure. And the way he's speaking about this woman, and now she's asking him, "What's what's the deal?" It's like women, you have to understand. Men don't think anything about meeting a woman in two days, having two days worth of interaction with her, fucking the shit out of her and going, yeah, I, I can put her on the rotation. And you're going, I met this guy. He fucked the shit out of me. You think because he fucked the shit out of you that there's really love there. Not that he's fucking his own trauma through you. He's like, he's so into me that he's fucking. No, 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 no. His girl could be anybody. He fucked the shit out of some girl the other day. You know, mm. if he, he's fucking the shit out of a bunch of people. He can he can shower sex off, and, and yes, that, but that's his. Off. Yeah, and but that's his. You can't relate your feelings with it to his no, feeling. It's just not gonna work receive, out. I've said this before. You receive a man, he ejaculates inside you. He puts his spirit inside you. You cannot shake these niggas off. So a lot of times, you letting all these niggas ejaculate inside you. They spirit, they traumas, they everything. And you're carrying that around. Meanwhile, he's released all this shit in you. He's feeling lighter. And then he's just floating around going, I don't know what the big deal is about. While he's left spirit upon spirit, trauma upon trauma on you. Yeah. Women have to know, yes, if he, when, I, when I hear him go, I had sex with a woman in two days, and he wants everybody to think that woman is something wrong with her. I look at him and go, well, she didn't have sex by herself. So you also, if she a hoe, you a fucking hoe. But also to the woman, you are better than fucking some nigga you met two days ago. He's trying Let's to inject you. He's trying to inject you with his feelings, ghosts. Yes. <laughs> and know him. Trust me. Trust me. I'm here with a lot of ghosts and shit. Me. Women have to know, like Jared said, it's not about equity and equality with women. And I'm a woman. I'm going to do what I want. And I should be able to fuck if I You should be able to. But the reality is you're not wired to like a dude. A lot of women want to act like dudes. You're not wired like a man because a man can fuck you, fuck the shit out of you, and then walk off into the sunset and never and, see you again. And women this e can't do that for the most part. And this email is, isn't even about sex. It's just about that he's giving he her a He's What's that? And he picked up a box. Yeah, big he picked up a box. <laughs> he did it. He's supposed to. If he's a man and he sees a woman struggling with a box and he don't yeah. go, hey, hand me the box, he's a dick. Women yeah. are like, I remember when I got geeked out about a guy going, oh, you can, you should walk on the, I'm going to walk on the outside, the curb, because I'm the protector. I was like, oh, my God, what an amazing man. And then it was like, oh, that shit my grandfather did. I just wasn't paying attention. Like, he did that for my grandmother <laughs> and us. So it's like we women, like, see one little thing. And you mix up that one little thing and you put so much weight on it because you've been deprived of love, so she, been deprived of attention and you don't value yourself. And she's saying I developed in her email. She writes, I developed feelings and took it as a sign. He felt the same. You kind of you can't take it as signs. You and when you're when you're looking for signs, that's you not asking the questions to maybe no, get no, hurt no, 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 because the minute no, no. she. Jared, no, Jared, no. She's doing this woman thing that gets nuts with women and we have to be honest about it. Mm. She's telling us all the good shit that she knows that we're going to ask questions about, but I'm not even listening to that mess email she sent. 
Mm. Everything is in the text message. I know you said it would be best if we were just friends. He told her already. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she still pursued because she wants what she wants. Guess what? I know I've been that bitch. I've been that bitch that had everybody this. The guy said everything. And I'm still going, but what about, but what about this? You're just, you're auctioning yourself off now and hoping that he'll buy you at a reduced rate, like you're a day old bread at the <laughs> farmer's market. And you're not day old bread, bitch. No, you're potato bread. You're with fresh baked. Little, yes. Yeah. You get cheese and your croissant. And yeah. you need to go get sell yourself like you potato bread, bitch, and stop selling yourself like you day old bread at the farmer's market. And you're right. She did it from minute one. She went from, you know, meeting on a dating app to let's get the group together. You, you're you're now you're in a coupon situation. You're go, you're in bulk territory. You're just having dating you know, apps. I'm telling you, and I know this is going to go against the grain for a lot of people. Okay. I uninstalled every app. Let me explain to you. Go outside and live your life and encounter people. People getting on apps, they want the quick fix. Not everybody, because the people fall in love. It can happen. It can happen, but, but you're right. But it's there's people that, what happens is people with good intentions go on and they are opening themselves up to people that are wolves in sheep's clothing who want to attack the vulnerable. I can get pussy here. I can get dick here. They want the quick this and that. And they go to a place where they know there's going to be a lot of guppy fish. All these sharks going in with these guppy fish. And you're writing all these paragraphs about who you were since you was five years old. You're telling people your favorite color. You got your picture. <laughs> this is me. And I was at Martha's Vineyard with my friend. And we went to a cotton candy factory. You know, you tell them, and meanwhile, you're hooking up and you're matching up with people who are either saying zero, scratching their friends out of pictures because they're too lazy to find a picture with just them, or they don't even <laughs> scratch their friends out of the picture. You got to go, which nigga is he out of 10 niggas is in the page? He tell he he barely telling you anything, or he's telling you some Casanova shit that he lied about, and he loves long walks. Nobody loves long walks, motherfucker. People's on Pelotons now. Niggas ain't walking nowhere. Let's see that, so that. It, it's it, I feel bad because, and I'm also out there because because listen, this is commiseration, and we're not judging because we're judging ourselves at a certain point. We've no, all been I've done the same shit. That's why I'm same. telling you. So if anybody goes, wow, Yam's being hard today. I'm telling you because I'm talking to myself. I've done it. You're making a mistake. The That's guy it. told you he didn't want to be anything more than friends. Whoever Walk away. the least has the power. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Yamanika, you're the best. It's like, oh, the best. I love having you here. Everyone there go follow you know, Yamanika. You. you know, I love being here. I, the I, fans, the coming in. I have the, this is my favorite. Oh, that's place so nice to, to hear. Be. And I don't give a fuck if anybody asks me, they go, what I always say, J Train. <laughs> at Yamanika on Instagram November 12th New York Comedy Festival The Stand 7 o'clock get those tickets I'm Jared Fried we're here every Monday with your emails your stories your questions keep sending them in jtrainpodcast.com we'll be back next episode boom